Welcome to the Explore the Circular Economy podcast by the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. Hello and welcome to the Explore the Circular Economy podcast, where we discuss how to move away from a linear, take-make-waste economy to one that designs out waste and pollution, keeps products and materials in use and regenerates natural systems. This episode is the second in a five-part series focused on the fashion industry, with the Make Fashion Circular team at the Foundation explore how fashion can thrive and not just survive by designing a circular economy for clothes. In this episode, we'll hear from the team behind the Jeans Redesign Project, where over 65 participants have pledged to create circular jeans by May 2021. The project guidelines were set out by the Foundation along with over 80 denim experts, and we'll be exploring the journey made by brands, manufacturers, mills and recyclers, all making it happen. Your hosts for this session are communications manager Rose Ely and project lead Kiara Kaju. Rose kicks off the conversation with the all-important question, what does a circular economy for fashion look like? Great. So we are surrounded by a lot of genes at the moment, but actually just want to quickly explore um, and find out really from your perspective. So what does a circular economy for fashion look like? So in a circular economy for fashion, products are used more, are made to be made again, and are made from safe and recycled or renewable inputs. So this means that, for example, if they are used more, they are sold with uh, business models like uh, uh, resale or e-commerce or repair uh, that allow them to be uh, used as more as possible and keeps them in uh, um, use. Uh, then made to be made again, it means that since the design phase, they are recycled, uh, they are recyclable and disassemblable. And also uh, from safe and recycled or renewable inputs means that we use all the safe chemicals or healthy materials that uh, do not hamper the environment and uh, so that we can make them uh, from renewable and recycled sources. Great. And I think before we dive into actually what these circular jeans look like, because we are very excited to actually have some here today, um, we're just going to give you a little bit of an insight into what the Jeans Redesign project is all about. And here's a very short trailer uh, for you to take a look at. Every second, a truckload of clothing is landfilled or burned. Sell more, sell fast, sell cheap. They just end up in a landfill, then there's a problem. The fashion industry follows a take-make-waste formula. I think it's time to do our homework. We have to think differently, and the circular economy is the solution. Would it be possible to make fashion in a circular way? 80% of waste can be eliminated at the design phase. It's either a yeah or it's a no. What would it take to make a pair of jeans circular now? So what would it take to make a pair of jeans circular now? That is a very good question. And I guess, Kiara, my first question is, why did we start with jeans? What's so good about them? Thanks, Rose. This is a very great question. So jeans is an iconic product. Um, almost all of us owns a pair of jeans and uh, we have a favorite pair of jeans. Uh, but no matter how emotional, emotionally attached we are to the pair of jeans, because they are created uh, in a way that is harmful for the environment and also for the health of garment workers. So we have selected jeans because uh, it was also a complex garment. It contains uh, metal parts. Um, the way in which is it constructed, it's uh, very difficult from a, a design point of view. And uh, by addressing this garment, um, we can... Uh, extend the principles also to other garments in the fashion industry. So what we're saying is everybody has jeans. 
So let's start with something that everyone has that we can make a real difference with. And also, I know that kind of looking through the guidelines and the research that we've done, that actually there's some really damaging things about this. You mentioned kind of the harmful substances, but respiratory diseases and loss of aquatic life. I mean, they're quite shocking things that you know are happening in the production of our genes yeah exactly a lot of harmful substances are used for example in the dyeing or in the finishing process of our genes with the, the chemical substances ending up in our uh, rivers and uh, oceans and uh, also um, the material in which uh, of which cotton of which genes are made that is cotton um, is a very uh, harmful material traditionally cotton has been used uh, in the fashion industry uh, but the Despite, for example, only 2.5% of the arable land is used for the cultivation of cotton, 16% of pesticides are used in the cultivation of this material. And if we go to India, for example, 50% of all pesticides used are used for the cotton production. Okay, and I guess the question that I would have is that actually, you know, genes now, I guess, can be recycled. But if the genes we have now are being recycled, then actually those horrible, harmful substances are still in, 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 in use or in the system, I guess. Yeah, exactly. If we make genes in the design phase that contains harmful substances, when they are recycled back into the system, those substances will still be there and they will be in contact also. And they are in contact with our skin and uh, uh, with the people that produce them. Great. And I guess when I'm looking at kind of these circular genes, you know, we see a lot of kind of different initiatives that are out there already um, looking at kind of not just genes, but other other kind of garments and collections that, uh, you know, are doing different things to be better for the environment. But what's the difference between this project and the genes that are being made here compared to what's already on the market now? Yes, thanks for this question, Rose. Um, so the Genes Redesign provides a design framework that addresses all of the aspect or most of the aspect of the design process, including, for example, how to design for durability, how to design for material health, how to design for recyclability, and also how to design the garments so that it is traceable at the end of life. Great. So what we're saying is these circular genes really are circular, they are what they say on the tin and they're going to be great for us, for the people that work in the industry and for everyone that's involved. Exactly. And also uh, they will not become waste since they are designed with a circular economy in principle. Perfect. So this is the exciting bit that I've been waiting for. Um, we have some circular jeans and these are the first pairs. I know we've both got a pair each here. Um, that have, these are the first pairs actually that we've been sent as kind of samples that have been produced, which is very exciting. And actually you've got the circular pair and I've got a circular pair here, but I've also got what we're calling linear genes or the genes that we all have on today, I guess. So what is the difference when we're looking at these genes between the ones that you've got, our new circular genes and the linear ones that I have here? Yeah, so for example, uh, the linear genes are made with multiple material blends. Okay. Um, while these genes contain at least 98% of cellulosic content so that they can be recycled after. And um, also, for example, you can see that in these circular genes, we have no metal rivets. Whereas these ones do. Exactly. Lots of metal rivets and on these ones. And these uh, make difficult to recycle them because the metal parts are not uh, um, liked by the recyclers. So when we actually, if we recycle, if we try to recycle, Call these kind of linear genes. As I understand it, I think Laura, um, our colleague the other day in a show, said that actually we can only kind of cut from 
below exactly. here and, and down. You so actually, a, a sort of, that is called bikini bottom, so that you can recycle only the lower part and uh, the upper part will be loose. Okay, so we're actually losing quite a lot of the jeans already, even if we send them to recycling. Exactly. Great. So what else is new? So, for example, you have the button that are disassemblable, and uh, um, we have a very important uh, part that is the care label. So thanks to this care, um, you have, for example, uh, uh, the jeans redesign logo that makes this garment traceable and recognizable by collectors, sorters and recyclers. And they will, un they will know that this uh, pair of jeans has been designed with circular economy in mind because they have also been involved into the um, process at the beginning of making and writing the jeans redesign guidelines. So it's worth saying, obviously, that we're working with brands and obviously the brands are going to have them on sale in store and online but actually the manufacturers and the fabric mills that are kind of the whole industry have been involved in this process so they know what they're looking for and know what exactly is in the jeans. Exactly like 80 denim experts have been involved in the, design, the jeans redesign guidelines so that they are ambitious and they can be applied at scale in the future. Great. So, and in terms of kind of the, the four sort of things that we've highlighted as being jeans redesigned, so they're durable, material health in them, uh, the recyclable and traceable. Um, I guess a question that a lot of people will have is, can I still have skinny jeans? So skinny jeans. That's a trick question. That was a bit yes, mean, wasn't exactly. it? Sorry. <laughs> so yes, of course, you can have skinny jeans, but they will contain a bit less of stretch because uh, in this pair of jeans, uh, you have, for example, uh, the 98% of cotton and only maximum the 2% of elastane. And this means that uh, the stretch fabrics uh, of the jeans will be less. For example, if you try to stretch the circular jeans, they will not be so stretchy, while the linear ones, yes, because they contain plastic-based materials. Yeah, that so these the are elastane. a lot more stretchy. But I have to say, actually, for a pair of circular jeans, it is only going to be good for everyone. I mean, it's not awful. It's great. Exactly. And also they are durable because they have been tested for more than 30 tests on laundries. So they have to survive, or not survive, but they have to be the same quality from when you bought them compared and to after you've washed them 30 times. Exactly. Great. And also uh, in the industry now, all the jeans are not tested for durability or there are a lot of different measures. While we have provided a uniform common method so that all brands that are participating to the jeans redesign project uh, have to test their jeans at minimum for 30 home laundries. Of course, we have seen also companies that have tested them for 40, for 50 home laundries. Mm -hmm. And this means that they are very durable and resistant. Uh, but yes, it's not a common method in, uh, in the industry, unfortunately. Great. So while we're looking at these, we're just going to have um, actually some interesting kind of background footage, which is um, actually from one of the uh, participants that we've been working with, Gap, um, who um, have been working really hard to do this and been one of the first brands kind of on board and, and really getting involved, which is great. But have to say that this, the jeans redesign is about being traceable, as you said. So the manufacturers, the mills, recyclers can all see where they've come from. But actually, this is what you're going to be looking for in store as well. So it's this logo. Um, and hopefully, well, we've got some brands that have gone on sale already and some that are coming up and we'll go into that in a second. So I, in a minute, we're going to go into some clips and we're going to hear from some of the, the brands and the mills and the manufacturers and all those participants that have been involved. But um, I guess from your perspective, what's sort of been the impact of the jeans redesign on, on those within the industry? Um, and I think, actually, let's go, let's go into the clips now. So the first one is from uh, Michelle at Gap. We just mentioned Gap there. Um, and 
she is speaking with Laura, who is worked as project lead for our team, um, and she's looking or, or going to be speaking about sort of the collaboration opportunities that the Genes Redesign um, has provided. You know, you've mentioned the point that denim is at the core of your DNA. How does a brand like Gap, when that's the case, really get started on an approach with a project like the Genes Redesign that is asking you to rethink and redesign the very way that the denim is made? So, um, you know, um, there are so many roadblocks, if you will, in the day-to-day -day development and design of product. If you think about, you know, our teams are, um, they have to think about logistics. They have to think about costing. They have to think about lead times in an ever-changing environment. And, you know, what we did is through this project is we really, um, put those aside and we took those constraints off the table and, you know, gave our design and product development community the, you know, we unshackled them, if you will, to really focus on circularity and not be hampered by those things. So once we can get to the solution, then you can always back up and then tackle the costing, tackle lead times, but really, um, giving taking the shackles off from them and giving them really clear parameters with this project did to be able to go solve for circularity beyond sustainability and that's where we need to move it as an industry and you know it starts with this small collection but it really fueled um a much bigger um it, it, it's the organization from end to end that has to solve it. And that's also why we love this project is because look at the other retailers that are signed on. Some of these are, if you would think about it normally, they may be our competitors when we're talking about, you know, acquiring consumers and sales, but we're all in this together. And so having this idea of sharing of solutions is you know really powerful we have to change this industry and it starts with a small project like this so we have just heard from michelle sizemore from gap and uh, uh, she has mentioned the collaboration also with other brands and retailers in the Jeans Redesign project. Uh, the Jeans Redesign, in fact, was launched in July 2019. And since then, we've seen more than 60 brands, manufacturers and fabric mills joining the project to produce and launch the garments on the market by May 2021. And the Jeans Redesign project not only has been a collaboration, um, important from the collaboration point of view, but also it has been a learning process, not only for us, but also for all the companies involved in this project. And now we have the pleasure to hear uh, the um, Ericsson Mitchell from Guess, which uh, will explain to us how we, uh, the Jeans Redesign have been a learning process inside this company. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I mean, quite simply, uh, the the approach that guests took was first partnering with that local design school FIDM and really that was pretty crucial in our journey because uh, we were sort of learning with the students and I you know I just fully embraced that you know um, the, the the students had a lot of questions that even I had to go back and dig into and, and figure out so we learned together and as we are getting ready to deliver our first product within jeans redesign we're actually taking a lot of the principles that we learned during that, that program and applying it today. Uh, the next step for us was collaborating externally, you know, with our supply chain. 
we had to figure out, okay, we, we know how we're going to design into circular fashion, but now we have to take it to a practical approach. We have to figure out how we're actually going to get this to market. We're going to figure out how we're going to actually produce these goods. So we have to figure out, uh, you know, every different level of the supply chain, whether it was our uh, thread suppliers, fabric suppliers, our factories. So uh, it took a lot of collaboration to bring in all aspects of gene redesign together. So it's no secret that collaboration is certainly sort of a really important aspect of the jeans redesign. If we want to really move forward, then um, it's got to be with everyone together and kind of sharing innovations and, and best practice. Um, next up, you may note or you may recognise Piyumi from the uh, jeans redesign video. I should have said earlier, actually, if you want to watch the full uh, video, you can do so on um, our YouTube channel and also uh, over on Instagram. But Piyumi is here and, and I, we can't really talk about um, kind of jeans redesign in the current climate without mentioning COVID-19. Um, we're sat two, two metres apart here today. Um, but Piumi kind of goes through and explains um, about the opportunity, actually, that uh, the circular jeans uh, and the circular project or the jeans redesign project um, and a circular economy more generally can provide uh, during COVID-19. Um, it's been a bit of a challenge, uh, Laura, because, I mean, just as we, I think, gathered a little momentum in getting the jeans redesign product out there. And, you know, behind me here, we have a whole collection of uh, jeans that carry the little blue jeans redesign tag. Um, and we've always made sure that uh, the collection, the past couple of seasons that we've put out, and that we take on a roadshow to meet our customers, um, you know, a good 20 to 30% of our collections carry products that fall into jeans redesign criteria. Uh, but I think, uh, obviously, with the COVID uh, situation, uh, it, it, that's impacted, you know, everybody's buying calendar. Um, and also, uh, I think buy buyers in general have been influenced and brands have been influenced by, um, by what we've shared with them. They may not ne necessarily call it circular. You know, uh, they may call it a different name uh, within within the brands, and they may or they may call it. Um, uh, and and I, I find find that some of the brands don't necessarily um, want to share for the sake of not competitive advantage. You know what they're doing internally. Uh, some are a little bit more open, but definitely um, we've seen a lot of customers move towards uh, sustainable thinking. So this was Piumi speaking about the opportunity of jeans redesign uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic. And it was amazing to see in April 2020 when 17 new brands, manufacturers and fabric mills have joined the project in the middle of the pandemic, demonstrating how circular economy was an opportunity for them also in these challenging times. Now we have listened to brands to manufacturers, and now we will hear also from the perspective of a fabric mill that have joined the project since December 2019. And here we have the managing director of KG Fabrics, that is one of our fabric mills speaking, about the challenges of jeans redesign from the denim mill perspective. Over the last two years, we faced many challenges to bring our denim fabric compliant with the jeans redesign platform. Our Denim Manufacturing Unit is one of the few companies which fully adheres to the circular economy principle as defined by the Jeans Redesign platform of the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. KG Fabrics happens to be India's only Green Co Gold certified denim company, manufacturing company, and all our products 
manufactured in-house are green products certified by DV Nord, the German certifying agency. KG Fabrics markets its entire range of denim fabrics under three brand names. Number one, green denim. Number two, product zero. And number three, nature's blue. Green denim adheres to all the principles of a circular product on top of which product zero and nature's blue sits. In KG Fabrics today, we have today 480 styles of green denim that meet the 98% cellulosic denim criteria as defined by the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. All the 26 brands who are signatories to the above project can use these fabrics. They are marketed and branded separately under the Jeans Redesign Enabled Green Denim Platform. KG Fabrics is the world's only zero liquid discharge, zero solid discharge manufacturing facility for denim, meeting the entire ZDHC compliant norms as defined. We follow all the stipulated testing norms for the fabric to meet the principles of a circular economy. In our continuous endeavor towards crossing milestones and towards meeting new milestones on sustainability and mo moving towards a fully circular economy, we have started getting back jeans from brands and recycling them, re recycling the used jeans into fibers, converting them again into yarn and converting them into fabrics. In our factory, we are today capable of using anywhere from 5% to 20% content of used jeans in our fabric. So thank you to all of our um, participants that uh, provided us provided us with videos there. It was great to hear from them. So we've heard of from a brand manufacturer, fabric mill designer, and I think there's no secret, again, as I said, that the collaboration is key to moving this forward. Um, we now have, I think if my count is right, Kiara, 65 participants. Uh, yes, and uh, also few have joined in the last days. Oh, that's exciting. Being in yeah, the total number to 68 <laughs> new participants. 68, so that's 68 participants that have all committed to producing circular jeans by May 2021. Yes, it's correct, exactly. Perfect. So that was kind of our little bit for today. And now is almost my favorite bit. We're moving on to questions, which okay. sort of puts you on the spot, Kiara, a little <laughs> bit. Uh, okay, so the first question we have is from Michael, um, who wants to know, it's a very good question, actually. Do the jeans in the redesign project cost more? So thanks for this question, Michael. Um, the, jeans the jeans designed according to the jeans redesign project uh, will be sold according to the price point of the brands. Of course, if it will be uh, a jean sold by H&M, it will be in that price point band. While, for example, if it, if it will be from Tommy Figure, it will be a higher price because of this price point. So what we're saying is, depending on where you choose to shop, you can certainly have access to at a reasonable price, depending on your kind of, you know, budget, exactly. circular jeans, which was always the aim. Um, and actually kind of a, a similar question here from Nanny, which was, are the production costs for circular jeans versus linear jeans, or, or like more, is it more expensive to produce circular jeans, basically? 
So from what we have seen in the fabric mills and the manufacturers, these companies are already committed into um, changing or updating, for example, their, te their technologies into more sustainable and circular ones. And uh, so it was a process already starting from uh, a company perspective and the participation to the Gene Street design has accelerated this transition towards um, the production uh, that was better also for, um, for the from the chemicals point of view, from the workers. So yes, maybe it will cost them um, a bit more to produce the jeans in, in this way, uh, but then they will have also benefits of both from the health and from the environment point of view. Great. Um, and I get this is, a, this is a really interesting question that I think a lot of us in sort of as public generally um, are worried about is that actually, is there a risk that some of these companies are creating a small range of circular jeans just to look good? You know, um, is there confidence in the designs in these jeans can be sailed up across all of the jeans? You know, for example, if we're talking about a brand, you know, could Gap create all their jeans in this way? So from what we have seen uh, from the brands uh, and manufacturers and fabric mills, uh, they have now committed for a percentage of their assortment. And of course, we will encourage them to scale across all the uh, genes that they will make according to these, uh, to these guidelines. Um, it's a starting point because it's difficult to produce uh, all the genes according to these criteria because they have uh, uh, they are very strict requirements um, on material health, durability and recyclability. And, uh, uh, but what, what we hope is that uh, brands will continue to adopt uh, these guidelines so that uh, um, all of us will benefit of these, uh, of these genes in the future. And I think the point is, is that when we started this project, actually, we said earlier in, in the show that we started with genes because they're iconic, because everyone has them. And we've created these guidelines with experts within the denim industry. But there are no shortage of experts in other garment areas. So, you know, whether it's knitwear or you know, I don't know, other areas that actually we can produce these kind of garments in a circular way, but this is just the start and it's demonstrating that actually it can be done, which I think is really Yes, exactly. Uh, jeans are a starting point, although the principles, some of the principles that we have inserted into the jeans redesign guidelines can be applied also to other garments. Uh, that's why, for example, we are from a lot of companies uh, that are applying the jeans redesign guidelines principles, not only to jeans, but also they are, they are expanding towards other products uh, to make them in a more circular way. Great. Um, and question from Michelle who said very inspiring show thanks I'll take that um, and love the guidelines but what is the biggest barrier to them being adopted kind of in, even more widely and I guess we've spoken about the fact that we absolutely want that to happen and this is just a starting point but what do we think is sort of a barrier to that happening yeah, exactly. Um, so, of course, uh, um, one barrier um, to be um, overcome is uh, uh, the collaboration in all the fashion industry. But this project is a demonstration that uh, if uh, put together, always uh, all, all of them um, at the same table for the same project, they can collaborate and push also the innovation towards and address all of the, those innovation gaps that before they were seen as a barrier. But now we have seen that uh, they can overcome these barriers. Great. So I'm going to move on from the questions now. And if we haven't answered your question, um, don't worry, keep posting them and we will get to them um, after the show and we'll kind of come back to you that way. But
But um, my very handy assistant, Emily, um, who is behind all of our uh, Instagram stories uh, for fashion at the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, you may have seen she's been busy this morning um, asking you some questions uh, to interact with us. So the first one we did was a bit of a poll around, will you be buying circular jeans? And it's no surprise that we had 100% yes, which is great. Um, and the second thing we asked you is, um, what item of clothing, as we've just been discussing, or garments, would you like to see going circular next? And we had a range of answers, most popular being knitwear, good for winter, as we're going into now in the UK anyway. Um, undergarments, might be slightly tricky. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Um, T-shirts. And we also have a lot of people asking for shoes, which is interesting. You know, is it, is it classed as a garment or is it not? Yes, so uh, in a circular economy for fashion, we say that products are made uh, to be used more, made to be made again, and made from safe and recycled or renewable inputs. And products include both clothes, accessories, and also shoes. We hope you enjoyed exploring our jeans redesign project. It's really exciting to see circular jeans being brought to life with so many available in stores and online globally already. If you want to find out more about the project and who's involved, then head to the Ellen MacArthur Foundation's website and search for Jeans Redesign. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment and share this podcast with colleagues and friends. And look out for Circular Jeans in stores and online. Make sure you tune into our next podcast to explore how new business models within the fashion industry could shape the future of our wardrobes. Thanks for listening to the Ellen MacArthur Foundation's Explore the Circular Economy podcast. Don't forget to share, rate and subscribe.